Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Services Studio. Time for Middays with Marcus Maben on 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Marcus Maben and Steve Rummage. Welcome back. Not Marcus Maben, Steve Rummage, Nick Valvano in here, rolling, ready to go in his New York Rangers uh, hoodie. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. It's been a... Uh, it's been a fun weekend. It's been a eventful weekend. We're going to get to everything. Uh, Louisville loses again, so that's always fun. I was going to say when you uh, when you <laughs> yeah when you said fun weekend yeah all the good guys lost man and by emphatically lost. I don't. I'm not trying to lick the sprinkles off the donut two well, minutes into the show, but Steve, I mean, I had a great weekend. Okay, I visited some friends in Columbus. It was wonderful. Uh, okay, but I'm saying like you know, in terms of the sports landscape. Well, you know, it depends on what you uh, what you consider fun. I do got to go. My Rangers won in overtime in the oh. stadium series. Ah, in the stadium three series. three goals in three minutes. I did I did see that. Um, did you? I mean, I saw they were playing in a stadium series. Oh, okay. All right. Nice. <laughs> if you need that. There's two separate things. Um, right off the bat, before I get into anything, I've got to give a little update here. TCU. Knocks off K-State. 
Jerome Tang. You're out of here, man. Can't be my coach. No Jerome Tang. Bye. See ya. Uh, looking over on the weekend. Kelvin Sampson won again. A little off the radar. Keeps winning. You know, like I said, don't like to, uh, don't think that there's much of a, uh, much of an option there, but, but Musselman lost again, lost to Mississippi State. Can't have Musselman. Musselman's out of there. Get Musselman on out. Yep. Don't want to talk about him. Uh, looking down the list a little bit. Shaka Smart got dominated by almost 30 points. Don't bring up Shaka Smart to me again. Get out of here. Uh, Dan Hurley's still on the list. We'll keep Dan Hurley. Um, Lamont Paris, one point loss to LSU at home. Get out of here. Can't have Lamont Paris as the coach of the University of Louisville. Porter Mosier. Where's Mark Blankenbaker? Porter Mosier. Porter Mosier got beat by double digits at home. It's Kansas, but who cares? Nah, can't be my coach. See ya. Running down the list here. How did uh did we have a uh a Mick Cronin sighting? No, I don't th- I don't think we did this weekend, did we? Oh yeah, Bruce Pearl. What a what a scumbag Bruce Pearl is. Look, just baggage, everything else that could come along. It, it, we're talking uh, cookout parties, everything. I, I don't want that a part of my program. I mean, you you can tell what kind of coach he is. So Bruce Pearl, you're gone, baby. Get on out of here. No Bruce Pearl. Just pathetic, embarrassing. Uh, you could go for a barbecue. No. Did, did you hear the quote? Ah, oh, should I? Do you want to hear the quote? Oh, the Bruce Pearl quote. Yeah, we're not a blue blood. We yeah, never will be. That was pretty pathetic. Actually, that was honestly pathetic. Bruce Pearl, Bruce Pearl, the UK confirmed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. That was that was. If I'm Auburn, I'd be like, yeah, you're you're fired like today. That was pathetic. Uh, I love but, cousin Brucey, but yeah, that one was. Yeah, that was rough, dude. <sighs> Tommy Lloyd won. Guess we can keep Tommy Lloyd. So yeah, I mean, a nice little rundown of the weekend, man. But yeah, yeah, there's a few of them just just completely gone. We need to attach a sponsor to this. Oh, Mick Cronin lost last night. One point loss. Nope, oh, be gone. One point loss to you. Sorry, bring Brom home. Yep, Mick Cronin. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> Didn't say. Well, uh, Rick Patino, little Rick, little Ricky, uh, little Richard. He's doing his thing though. So little Richard, <laughs> little Richard. I need a little. I need a little Richard song to yeah. play every time he, he wins. Yeah, little little Richard keeps uh, keeps doing his thing though. So it's all good. Uh, anyways, though, yeah, we'll get to uh, we'll get to some of that stuff. So, how was your weekend up in Columbus? Let me know, man. How'd it go? Okay, you want another? You get it. And you're going to meet the winners of the Harvest Moon contest: Jimmy and Javeda dancing to Little Richard and Tutti Fruity. <laughs> Every time Richard Patino wins, we're playing Tutti Fruity from now on. I love it. Uh, it, was, I love it. it was a great time. Just okay. visited my buddy Jake Kelly, uh, married. Um, he's a lovely bride, Tuli, uh, who's a field hockey player here. Okay. And so we got a little hockey on hockey action there. Uh, they have adorable children. I mean, two, these two kids are so damn cute. Um, first off, like, they're just so well-behaved. Sure. And they're also adorable. Like, it got to the point where, like, Jeanette and I, both our ovaries were hurting. 
by the end of the week. It was okay. like, you know, maybe we want to have one. Definitely of something things. you would say. <laughs> <laughs> I love that up for you. Uh, but no, it was great. Visited a couple breweries up there. Uh, Dank House Brewery, very good. Um, stopped the Jungle Gyms on the way home. Ah, Cincinnati? Cincinnati. Yep, yep. So, well, did a little Jungle Gyms action. So it was a very fun little two-day excursion. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it was good. It was awesome, fun. It was a good dude. time. We played uh, played some drinking games. That was fun. Of course. A la college. We uh, tried to remember the song we wrote um, drunkenly in college. And we actually went, went, like pulled it so deep out of the eons. <laughs> like we actually remembered the entire song. So that was fun. <laughs> Yeah, but it was just a real chill weekend, a lot of beers, like to the yeah, point where I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about doing one of Maven's cleanses. Like a, like, like a detox, some kind of... Oh, yeah, because it was just chili and burgers and beer, oh. and I mean, it was fantastic. It was great, but at the same time, it's like, my body's like, hey, you were drinking like you were in college, and we are... Ten, <laughs> we're not. We are 10 years plus removed, son. In like, college. Yeah. Sound like Steve after a margarita. <laughs> <laughs> so it was good. But what about you? What'd you do this week? Yeah, no, no. Listen, well, I mean, I've had my eye on the scene. I mean, Texter brings up Nate Oates. I mean, Nate Oates putting one of the most efficient offenses in the country right now. Pops is in love with Nate Oates. Okay. He texted me over the weekend. Yeah. He was like, I think Nate Oates would be a great fit for Louisville. He did that game. He did the Birmingham. He went to Birmingham. Yeah. did the Alabama-Texas A&M game. And every time he does an Alabama game, he says the same thing. He's a he is, dare I say, the first mate of the Oats boat. I mean, listen, Nate uh, Nate Oats was. I saw a stat this weekend. It was like first SEC team with two hundred points back to back since like ninety six Kentucky. Really? Yeah. Wow. I knew they were good. I didn't know they were that good. Yeah. To a first, it was first SEC team. Yeah, that was it. First SEC team to get 100 points in back-to-back games since 95-96 uh, Kentucky. It's, I mean, We're good. I mean, that team, that's, that's I mean, like it or cotton. not, that's, yeah, that's, that's tall cotton. It's regarded as one of the best teams ever, you know. I mean, really, unfortunately, they had to play in denim shorts, but regardless, that was their problem. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, the Oats boat is, uh, is making a, uh, a resurgence. Where's he rank on Steve's big board? It says Nick is living that married life without even giving his girl a ring. The liberal lifestyle. Okay. <laughs> um, just read, I just read the text. Don't shoot the messenger. Uh, texter says Nate Oates is the guy. I mean, I would think right now, today, on February 19th, the year of our Lord, 2024. At 10.15. At 10.15. 10.13. 13. I think. I think Nate Oates is number one on the Steve Roma top board. And right? promo for the week. Am I right? There we go. No, I mean, you just you went through the list. Tang lost. I mean, no, we can talk. Bruce on, Pearl lost. Mick lost. We can talk on February I mean, 20th. We can talk again tomorrow. But on the 19th, I think that's, I think that's the guy. I mean, <laughs> am I wrong? I mean, right now, yeah, dude. So. What, this, this is like the college football playoff. You don't play your way in; you play your way out. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah, no, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, listen, I love everybody. I can get behind any coach. Uh, you can only play your way out of here. So, well, with that being said, let's talk about our coach. Uh, let's talk about our game. Do we have to? Uh, well, you know, here, here's let, let let me start here. The problem I have. Uh, with the game is, or with the team right now, 
is it's very hard to have a strong uh, now I'm talking game to game I think overall there is a strong opinion you know I mean on where you think either you know you think it, it should get another shot or you think it shouldn't but game to game at this point I, I just don't know what what you say about it which for a sports radio you know is not good i mean we can of course we can break down the game and we we can do that absolutely but i mean when you look at a team and you say okay they're depleted by injuries they're already not good even when they <laughs> didn't have injuries <laughs> you know like no injuries they weren't good and now with the injuries they're not they're not good it's like i, I mean Pitt, pittsburgh's a bubble team right it's like it was, and and I, I mean, we said, I mean, on Friday, it was like, it's probably going to be a blowout. Like, I think Pitt's going to destroy us. Yeah. And then when you hear Tyler Johnson's out, it's like, Ty and Sky. Okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, and Sky, I don't know if he's going to play again. Right. You know, I mean, I mean, in the regular season, or at least towards to the last couple games. Right. I mean, I, I, I've been trying to, let me just tell you where I try to set. I watch that game on Saturday. I get excited about Caleb Glenn. Yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying to bring the what what you watch in that, and you say, okay, where can I? Because at this point, this season is going nowhere. Regardless, of, you know, I mean, outside of a miraculous run that nobody could ever imagine. Right. I mean, this season is going to probably end on Tuesday or Wednesday of the ACC tournament, and mm-hmm. it's going to end with a resounding thud. And you're like, well, yes. that was terrible. Um, so I try to find, like, okay, regardless of, I'll get to, you know, I'll worry, I, I, I joke, you know, with my segment there, but, I mean, at the end of the day, we'll see what Josh does. I think you move on. I think you'll be looking for a new coach. But until then, let me try to find, like, okay, where are any bright spots? To me, on Saturday, Caleb was a bright spot. I thought yeah. Caleb Glenn was really good. 17 points, three yeah. boards. I thought Caleb Glenn did a lot of good stuff. I thought Caleb Glenn, you looked at him, you said, okay, he can be a piece to this team going forward. Like I said, forget the coach right now. Just whoever, you know, this team moving forward, I, Caleb Glenn is a piece I want here, a part of it. That's kind of how I've been watching the games. Of just yeah, who do yeah. we who do we want next year? Yeah, I mean just just okay. Do I see this guy as a piece to the team? Yes. Do I not? No. You know, right? Like that's that's we r- kind of did this last year. Well, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, no, uh, yeah. No, I'm, right. not, I'm not saying like you know I'm not hating on it. I mean, I because I agree with you. I feel like that's all you can do at this point mm-hmm. is just look at people. People, <laughs> yes, we understand that we're looking for the shiny part and the shiny turd, but that's all you do. Yeah, at this point, and I, I agree with you. I, I want this is what I want to get your thoughts on. Looking at the uh, the box score, Trey White's double double. Yeah, I mean he. I I know he's been pulling down boards, but I think he averages like six six a game, something like that. Right. But he's really the past couple games. He's really just been a presence on the glass. I mean, he's still an absolute utter liability on defense. Yeah, but he, the fact he's been scoring double digits. And also getting so many rebounds. I well, mean, he's also I think been playing. He's getting more minutes. Yeah, I, I think mean, he. I think he had nine against Boston College. I think that's right. I'm pulling that that's up now. That's probably about right. I think he had nine against Boston College. I think he had eight or so against Georgia Tech. I mean, he's 
Put him, rebound in machine. I mean, he, yeah, and, and at least you get a guy like him and he starts hitting the glass, at least I say, okay, my problem with him is never, though, been anything outside of defensively. Oh. He's just He just has no want to do it. Oh yeah, no. I mean, it's, no it's it's like, well, but see, that's why I'm asking. I'm like, where does he like fall on on your list? Because I I wonder if you could get him to just be mediocre. Yeah, that's the thing. We're not even sure. asking him to be good at defense. We're just asking him to not be some you know somebody that you have to at least take honestly, you know, like, with their skill set. And, and so we're not it's asking not for a massive jump. Absolutely, you're just trying to get him to be functional. Yeah, I agree. That's why I say. He would be one that I would say, I know this is the worst answer ever, B-Hall. Shout out B-Hall, but this would be very B-Hall 50-50-ish. <laughs> to me, he's a coach's decision. Whoever you bring in, they look at him and say, okay, that's a coach's decision. They move him on, I get it. They keep him, I get it. I'm not fighting that one either way. So, so we- you know. Would he almost be then like the Mendoza line? Like probably of, of, of okay, because again, and who do you hire? Does a guy like Nate Oates? If Nate Oates comes to Louisville, right? So you look at him and say, does he look at Trey White and go, okay, I can do some things with this, right? Chris Beard gets hired at Louisville. Does he look at him and go, there's no way, yeah, right. we don't defend at all. He jumps at everything. Yeah, yeah, like I, yeah, I can't work with you, I, and I'm just doing a. a um, a mega offensive coach versus a mega minded defensive coach. You know, right. that's kind of not that they don't teach the others, but no, no, you, no, no. When you I think of Nate Oates, you think of offense, you think of Chris Beard, you, you think, think of defense. defense. Right. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, text line says, uh, Does Shaheen Holloway get a mention from Seton Hall? He probably should. He's good. I think he's good. I think he's a real good coach. Do you remember? I'm just curious. Um, you kind of saw the list. Putting you on the spot, and you feel free to tell me to go kick rocks. Well, I see it less. I'm you, just saying, you, you talk to people and you say, look, it might have not been as lucrative last time around. Right. You said, I mean, I don't think that's the, term, the case this time. We've heard, we've heard the term Greg Gard and a bunch of dudes. Yeah, yeah right. Which, Were there any bunch of dudes that jumped out at you that maybe they've increased their stock in that two year time? No, I don't think so. Because I think it's a different list now. Okay. All right. No, yeah, I'm just I wondering. Did. I wasn't sure if there was like a I Dusty mean, May or something like that. You know. No, I mean, because I'm not. I'm, I'm, you yeah, know, I'm just yeah, throwing yeah. out a name. Sure. I'm throwing sure. out a mid-major name. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I. Th- I think. I think you're picking from a different group now, man. Like, yeah. I just. I. Th- I think when you deal with when you get a black cloud that Louisville had over it, possible sanctions, whatever it's going to be, none of that's there now. I mean, and you've got a bunch of hungry donors. You know that that want to win games. I mean, to me, Louisville is as attractive of a job as you can get. Now, other jobs are coming open. Like, I mean, there's other jobs coming open now that you have to that you're going to fight with. You know, Ohio State's going to take somebody, right? You know, I mean, Wisconsin. Talk about Greg Gard. There's a chance Wisconsin could come open. I mean, that's going to does does Indiana get rid of Woodson at some point? Yeah, maybe I don't know that it's going to be this year, but it might be. So I mean, there's going to be. That's why with the silence around Josh Hurd, which is perfectly fine with me, I'm like keep it close to the vest. I think he's playing it the right way. It does make you wonder. It gives me a calming effect that I think Josh knows what he's doing. You know. Okay. A um, couple things on here. Um, said. Uh, yeah, Trey did block it off the glass. That is fair. Um, a lot of people bringing up the game tonight uh, with a TJ. 
was it Otzelberger? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, Houston, Iowa State. If he wins tonight, obviously I think he'll jump. Now, he's got a pretty strong connection to Iowa State, though, I believe. What was it? Is it sort of like a returning home thing? I don't know. I, I'm not going to make it shocking. Marquette, be, something like that. I would be totally making it up if I said it. But somebody said he, I, I've read somewhere he has some sort of a connection there. Nick said Mendoza line. Everybody drink. <laughs> uh, that's funny. No, that's fair. That's one of my crutches. Yeah, uh, I'm, we've that's all fair. got them. That's fair. Uh, somebody said uh, Scott Drew number one. Nate Oates number two. I do think Nate Oates is the the hot name at the moment. I will say that. He's been the hot name before, though, and then it fizzles out. Like, he's never been, I, I feel know. like, he's never been one that's perennially been in the top three discussion. Mm-hmm. The way, I mean, who would you say the ones that are always in the discussion are? Beard? I mean, Mick? Dr- yeah, I mean, Drew. I think people always bring up Drew. Yeah, like, I, I think that's fair. But I mean, he's never he he's come and gone. You know what I mean? Like he's been in that that second tier. Yeah, uh, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, who do we got? Travion, Tre- uh, Tre- Trevin, Trevin, Trevin. All right, Trevin, welcome in, man. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, yeah. Did you guys by chance did you see Rick Pitino's blow up at all last night? Oh, absolutely. That was awesome. So, that, dude, it got me thinking, man. Um, it it really just. Uh, it's, first of all, it's amazing to watch a coach like Rick that he's built the credibility that he has to allow himself to just be as openly blunt and honest as possible, and it's hilarious. Uh, basically getting in front of the microphone and being like, listen, man, I recruited wrong. These players are basically like these players aren't dogs. They're yeah. soft. They're, they're not tough enough for me. And then he went on for a couple minutes about how they all, like, can't move laterally. Like, they're too slow laterally. <laughs> they try, bless their hearts, but they just can't move. Like, they can't guard anyone. And just, like, all my players suck. And they, they've lost eight out of ten uh, conveniently since I started watching them. So, sorry if it's on me. But uh, they've lost eight out of ten. They're 14 and 12 now. And it's just another older coach with a ton of former success that is getting in front of the microphone saying, look, man, these kids won't consistently listen to me. Uh, Rick made a comment. He said it took me two months to get them to throw bounce passes. Uh, So it's just, do you guys maybe feel like we should look more towards a younger coach, a guy that is more – um, just kind of adapting or more comfortable with this modern style of basketball, this generation of kids. If I was Josh Hurd, my number one priority would probably be finding a guy that the players and the kids listen to day in and day out. we got to find someone that's going to get the whole team to buy into the, the system every day. So maybe a guy like a Dusty May, a TJ Otzelberger, um, uh, the dude at USF, I can't remember his name, but he's awesome in his first year. Yeah. Uh, Shaheen Holloway, you guys mentioned, Lamont Paris. Guys like that that are more up and coming. Yeah, they don't have the track record, the resume of these, you know, some of these older coaches, but maybe they would be a lot better long-term for this era. What do you guys think about that? Hey, I, look, I, I appreciate the call, man. Uh, he brings up a good point. I will say the... 
I do think the older coach, the older coaches, yeah. are struggling with this nil and everything like yes, that. Yes, and yeah, the, I well, agree. And, and like, okay, you look at somebody like Rick Pitino. Where does he flourish when he can get a kid and he can develop that kid, and turns that kid into what he wants, and then that kid's a good player? You know, whereas yeah, he now, tears him down, he builds him up, yeah, a dozen times, and then whereas if Rick Pitino is at Louisville. Let's go back and look at his Louisville tenure with the transfer portal. I mean, how many guys would have just been like, yeah, I'm out. You know, and I do think it hurts. And I'm a, I don't I mean, I love Rick, like love him. But I do think that there is a, a group of guys that are finding their way out of the game because of it. Like, you, you know, where it's like, oh, okay, this is not what I. This is what I signed a different up for. era. It's yeah, a different right. era. My era, I mean, what I was great at was this. Now, that's been taken away. You know, now now you're going to have somewhat of a different team pretty much every year. I mean, Shaka's kind of done it where he kept majority of his team, you know, and, and from last year and he's he's made a point of, "Hey, I don't really want to go into the portal." You know, that's kind of Shaka's stance is I want to keep the guys here and build the teams. But I just don't know how realistic it is. Yeah. You know, <laughs> no, I know. in this day and age of NIL yeah. transfer portal until there's something that is done to clamp down, clamp down on that, like the whole yeah. two year contract type thing. So that's why, like, don't I'm going to say something that I never, ever in my life thought I would say. But I mean, of course, at the end of the day, you know, would you take Rick Pitino back? Yes. I mean, but. I also don't think that's the best move either. Yeah. A guy like that. Not that Rick's on I me. Mean, Rick's not coming back here. I'm not saying that. But, you know, like if let's say it did come on the table, it would be like, yes, only because of the relationship. Well, I mean, I feel like yeah. the old school, dare I say, the old school screamer mindset is gone. And I mean, and you saw it even before this NIL. Yeah, you saw that there was this new pro-style minded coach. You went, you went from the Rick Pitinos, the Tom Izzo's, the Jim Beheims, to the Jay Wrights, the Scott Drews, the Mark Fuse. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. A little bit more. I mean, Brad Stevens even before that. That polished a little bit more. I'm not saying they didn't get after kids, but you, you sure. know what I'm saying. They weren't the ones that would throw them off the team. Three times throughout no, the year. But we're in the process of a major. It's why I was so excited when we hired Chris Mack. Yeah. Because I, I, at that point, it was like, okay, Kay's about to be out the door. Roy's about to be out the door. Right. And now they are. Bayheim's about Izzo's, to be out the door. Bayheim's about to be out the door. Izzo's about to be out the door. Cal's probably not going to be at Kentucky for another three years, four years. You know, there's a massive change coming in college basketball. Oh, yeah. Which is also why you have to hit this higher. That's why, I mean, it's this has got to be the right one because Bill Self is probably not going to last forever. You know, I mean, he's he's probably winding down because he's older than people realize, I think. Yeah. Like, he, he don't look super old, but... I mean, he's pushing 70. I think he's almost 70 years old, yeah, right? I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want to say he's 68, 69 now. Yeah, so, I mean, some of... The, <laughs> Some of these top guys, Kelvin Sampson, who I think is a fantastic coach. Like, I've, oh, Self's I've, only sixty-one. I thought he was older than that too. I mean, okay, but, but yeah, that's I still no spring. He's still in his sixties. Yeah, you wouldn't right. necessarily think he's in his sixties, but he is. I mean, so okay. I mean, let's say Self stays in Kansas for another eight years. You know, I mean, which is possible. But 
he's going to be the new old head here very soon. Right. You know, like the the when when Izzo's gone, Cal's gone, you're looking around, you're going, Patino's probably not going to stay up at St. John's for I don't know, he might he might coach the guys. So that uh, might I could, yeah. could kind of see him being a Larry Brown, like going yeah. into his 80s. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say, I take that back immediately. Like, you know, may die on the sideline. Like, that's, that's honestly, I think that's the way he would want it. Um, he still does a post game press conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, well, you know, wasn't how I wanted to go out, but that's how we went out. Uh, but, but you know what I'm saying? Where there's a new group that's about to be the big dogs. Right. You've got to find that guy. That's what. That's how important this hire is for Louisville. You have to find that guy. You have to. Is it Nate Oates? Is it Musselman? Is it? Uh, you know. I mean. Is it? Do you want to go get Scott Drew? Try to pay for that. Do you want to? You know. Where uh, can you get? You know. There. There's so many factors. But. But your your goal as a top program, all time, is go find that guy. Go find the guy that in 10 years you're going to be like, yeah, he's one of the, you know, yeah, he's one of, you know, that people are going to be waiting for that guy to retire. Like, ugh, it's one of the best, man. Right, right. Uh, and if you don't do it, then you're starting to flirt with, and I always say it, take another drink, Miami yeah. football. Yeah. You're starting to hover around that. Mm-hmm. Former Blue Blood who is yeah. grasping at straws, has gone the alumni route, it didn't yeah. work. Trying everything. Trying everything. Yep. Now you're, th- you know, you're two or three years from now. You're going, okay, well, man, that hire didn't work. Okay. So we've already went the Kenny Payne route. That didn't work. We took Chris Mack, who was, we got the, basically, we've already went through the guy who was crowned the heir apparent, which was Chris right. Mack. Because even under Tom Jurich, yeah, Chris Mack was, I think, would have probably been Jurich's hire. I, like, I agree so, with that. I agree with that. Okay, so that was the heir apparent. That didn't work. Then you had the prodigal son. Yeah, yeah, the prodigal son. That didn't work. Well, then we went and got the, okay, we got to hit this guy, and it didn't work. Yeah, the new kid on the block. So that now what do work. we do? Yeah, you right. know, yeah, yeah. Now now where are we going? And that's what you'll be flirting with, and that's a scary, scary place to be. That's why this one really, really needs to be right. Right, and you're a decade removed already from any postseason major relevance well I mean, now i know yeah. i know the covid year that that hurt uh yeah yes yes but but and, and, i know, do know, I know there saying. were scandals and everything like that yeah. but at the end of the day people don't want the labor pains they want the baby yeah and you ultimately haven't been to the second weekend in oh no i mean since i mean you haven't been to the second weekend since 2015 yeah so hovering on a day yeah, yeah from when you played your last second weekend tournament game uh, can you trust a one-year coach with instant success, though? Um, no, I mean, but I don't. Okay, are you asking? Okay, I I answer this both ways, so I'm not sure what they're asking. Um, a one-year? Are, are you mean like in turning around in one year? Like, yeah, I mean, I do think it's possible. I don't think anybody. If okay, let's use NATO since he's the hot name today. NATO's comes in here. I don't think there's like. A, Final Four, turn you know, a huge tournament run. I feel like I get what this person's asking. Okay. Though, because I do think, and I said this when they hired Kenny Payne, because we were coming off the Scott Satterfield okay. mania. I feel like you have to have a reasonable plan for, like, okay, you have to have a barometer of success 
and a, a time frame to do it because this like the the fan base is so fractured right now. Yes, that unless like you know we can all kind of agree. Okay, three years NCAA tournament. I'm not saying yep. that's what it is. Um, you know, come up with come up with the barometer of success and then let the man cook because if you're living and dying every single weekend, like uh, you, you know what I'm saying, yeah. it's just gonna become exhausting oh again. yeah and that's why i said i thought like kenny Payne, like the idea was he needs three years now i didn't expect i mean the barometer to be that bad, to be that bad. Sure. exactly i, I was I expecting it yeah. to be okay hovering on and i you know last okay. year they were an nit team we right. could have lived with that this year they're getting into the tournament right. you're like okay. or, or or you know what if they were if they were pit if they were picked yes. this year, yeah, 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 a yeah, bubble yeah, yeah. team throughout Absolutely. the whole season, I'd be okay. But now he's got Carter Knox committed. This team right. is borderline. They maybe they miss out, but they're right there. He's got Carter Knox committed. He's got this kid. We're like, There's okay, momentum. Okay. These guys are coming back. Let the man cook. Yeah. Right. Now in year three, this dude, we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna be rolling. Now we're yeah, right. I because I, I do think fans would have been fine with that. Right. So, uh, yeah. but I so I'm saying though. Okay, Texter Texter says yes. Uh, that that's that's what they're saying. What that, what you were saying? That yeah, you got to give them give them some time. And but there also has to be, I feel like yeah, like certain levels. Of, yeah, that, and that's what I'm saying. I don't have to now. Let me say this. I think a good coach like an Oates, like a Muscleman, like a whoever in that realm there could come in. I will not be blown away if they come in, keep some guys on this roster, go in the portal, and you're like, oh, wow, we're in the tournament. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not insane in this era. No. Because you can that go. Was one of the, that's now, been one of the frustrations with everything. Now, I will say, I say that's not insane, but I also don't, when people say, well, in this era, you should do this. Okay, well, yeah, it's possible or or more. I mean, listen, if you told me, Steve, I'm going to uh, look, somebody comes to the future. Steve Rummage comes to the future and says, Steve, you guys hired Nate Oates. Nate Oates goes and gets the number one transfer class, brings a couple guys from Alabama, keeps two or three guys off here. And you're a sweet 16 team. I mean, well, I mean, I'm not like, oh, my God, I'm blown away. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, you're like, nice. Yeah, nice. I can see that. I can see that. Again. But I also think that Louisville fans would be fine with a really good product turnaround. You know, hey, Louisville's in the NIT next year. Okay. But this is a good team. Hey, we might be in the NIT, but we knocked off a couple of ranked teams. Yeah, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we beat Duke. That was a great game. Right. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm we were on some Lenardi bracketology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, man, we were right there. You know, and oh, I, yeah, I don't think people would attack, uh, that coach for that no i agree with that uh, there has to be some barometer of success though yeah right i mean because i and i know like i've heard ethan talk about the standard a lot and i agree with that but i will say standards never been lower for you got to come in true i mean natos can come in and I mean, make yeah. an nit and you'll be celebrated that never happens you're gonna only you're probably only gonna get one of those right but but right I mean, you're right. We were just saying how excited yeah. we would be, yeah, to be the just, just the to product. be the next six out. Yeah, just just to be the next six out. The product the to be like, wow, all right, this looks good. And, you know, like, well, you know, we lost a couple here, lost a couple there, but then you know what you tack on to that, 
tack on. Okay, well, Nate Oates has now got Tyron Stokes committed, and you know, and oh man, they, he's getting this guy, and oh, and like okay, bring a couple of these guys back. We're gonna be tough next year, you know, right? The year after, you know, it's like yeah. So it, there's more. That's what's the problem now. Is I think I don't think fans just necessarily wanted to run him off in two years. I think, like you said, it's the the culmination of the extreme of how bad you were last year. Right. The extreme of you got some players. You're really bad again this year. You don't really have players going forward now. And then you sprinkle in the the extra seasoning, which is always the extra seasoning is always either good or bad, which is how you handle the media. Because right. if you're good, I was gonna say. then the extra seasoning is, hey, I like him. He's bitey. Uh, you, don't, you don't mess around with the media. Or if you're bad, it's we don't like that. So, right. you know, and, and unfortunately for him. And then you had him, the Karan Davis cherry on yeah. the crap Sunday. <laughs> at the very end. Yeah, unfortunately for him, the seasoning is not good. Yeah, it's not good seasoning right now. So it's like, eh. Um, so he says, I don't think NATO's a realistic possibility. His buyout's very high. Believe it or not, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know that. No, we don't know all the logistics. We're just talking strictly on court product and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's I don't know. Yeah, it's different. Uh, one year. I'll oh, get a couple more years in, and we'll get to a break. A uh, one-year turnaround with a big name hire is doable. The transfers that come with Oach, Drew, we hire Oats. I'm excited, uh, or I'm ex- I'm expecting a tournament run ASAP. First round exit is cool, but we're playing the tournament. Yeah, very well, very well could be. Uh, can't wait until this time next year. We'll take our victory lap. Yeah, well, that's fair. Uh, somebody said that's a lie, Steve. Certain uh, Louisville radio people hated KP from day one. Well, that might be true, but I mean that's going to be true for anybody. I mean, you're never gonna you're never gonna get a unanimous. I mean, it doesn't matter. I can say any name right now, and the text line will. Yeah, there's I no. I said Oats. I've had two texts come in already. It's like I don't want Oats. You know, he chokes. He blows. Okay. I, w- I say Beard. There's going to be. Man, I don't want him. I say Muscleman. I don't want him. Like, it I, doesn't I, matter. No, I will. There's say, not a unanimous. Pick. I, I will say mm-hmm. that this is one of the first years that I feel like, or of the two past coaching hires, there isn't that clubhouse leader. That's super. I mean. Not everybody. They weren't unanimous about Chris Mack. Yeah. But he was the clubhouse leader. Yeah. They weren't unanimous about Kenny Payne, but I think even more so than Mack, he was the clubhouse Mm -hmm. leader. And then this year, I mean, there is nobody that is emerging as, I mean, Chris Mack, I mean, we almost had a civil war here on this radio about, you know, where people stood with with him. Absolutely. That's what I say. I mean, and I'm not saying one side's wrong or one side's right. I'm just saying that everybody I feel like is having valid reasons. You have, but I think what you're saying is, and it's 100% right, you're not going to get a unanimous. In this world today, there's nothing going to be unanimous. Right. Yeah, there's nothing. I mean, think about it. 49 people were like, Lamar Jackson's the MVP, and one guy was like, Josh Allen. It's wild. What? It's wild. Yeah, so that part don't bother me. Like I said, any coach I throw out here, we've never talked about a coach where I haven't saw something on the text line. I don't want that guy. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's you've got your guy. That's why I try to stay away from, okay, let's pick the guy 
And then that's why, honestly, it's why I do what I do with just, yeah, we know we'll look at the night before because it's right. a way to talk about all the candidates. Get a little without recency picking bias a guy. In there. Right. Have because a little fun. if you pick a guy, guess what? If I, this is how it works. If Steve Rummage says, I want this guy, this is my guy. Well, if you don't like Steve Rummage, then you're not going to like that guy. And you're going to get on Twitter and you're going to battle that guy. Right. And every time that guy does something, says something, loses a game, whatever it is, you're going to be like, that's why he can't be the guy. And that's why and Steve And you're going to attack that guy. And at the crux of it, you're going to be like, well, why don't you want that guy? Well, because Steve wants him. Okay. You don't like Mark Blankenbaker, you're going to fight Chris Beer. Right. I cannot have him. You don't like Nick, it's going to be whoever that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's that's why I just say, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to get into like, Okay, well, who do you like? Who do you don't like? Hey, dude, uh, if Brom wasn't unanimous, no one will be. Right. Right. There were people that didn't want Brom. Which is well, you know, it's, crazy. Well, what I think is crazy. crazy but right. like, yeah. yeah, I mean, everybody had their reasons. So, all right, uh, let's stay on schedule, man. I'm sorry. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, text line, I'm going to stay. A uh, few things on here I want to get to with Nick. A uh, couple in there, and we'll uh, we'll chat about that. But, um been days Mark Maven, Steve Rummage, Nick Valvano, 93rd Down the Ville. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Welcome back. Welcome back to Middays with Marcus Maven. You're on 93.9 The Ville. Steve Rummage, Nick Valvano, uh, holding it down for you here on this uh, Monday, man. Kicking the weekend off right, you know. Getting in the, getting in the, uh, getting in the groove, you know. Just kind of spirit of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting the, yeah, the spirit of things. Yeah, look, Mondays are kind of like our Fridays because you have uh, the whole weekend to react to. Yeah, that's true. You just have a bevy, yeah, a bevy of things. Like uh, the Menage Montage, sponsored by Spring Street Bar and Grill, <laughs> over on uh, the V Show, coming up to around twelve o'clock today. I love it. Oh gosh, uh, the only unanimous uh, is Scott Drew. Fair enough. Um, let's see. Oats is realistic. Okay, I see. He isn't higher. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um. I'm just reading some and just catching up on some of these, uh, some of these texts. My son, by the way, has uh, he he's added stuff to my phone, and right now I've got like Newsbreak, and he's like turned the, you know what I'm saying? He's like turned the uh, notifications on, so I'm getting like these weird Newsbreak. Like I just got a oh, Newsbreak okay. story, and it was like Donald Trump girdle appears visible. In new photos. <laughs> like, 
What? Just, and I'm not even. I'm not doing a political. I'm just. You know, you can easily make that Joe Biden's girdle shows up. Yeah, like that's that's what? hilarious. Oh. Yeah, uh, that that's an interesting notification. To get. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, it's like Newsmax. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, anyways, it was awesome. Uh let's see. Steve, did you buy those Trump shoes? I'm gonna get Nick a pair. Kidding me. Thirteen double E, baby. Yeah, we need to make Tommy Lloyd say no. Offer him five mil a year and see what he says. I'm okay with that. He's a good coach. Uh, again, this is Josh's pick. That's why I'm like, hey, man, this is Josh's pick. He, they're the importance of the pick. Again, we're, <laughs> Nick is fuming right now. <laughs> <laughs> why do they have the American flag on them? <laughs> too American. <laughs> uh, I will say this. I went to Jungle Gyms. Yeah. And there's an entire section of. I, this hot sauce brand is just there's part of me that's like are you serious right now but then there's a part of me that's like you know what good for you get your money they ha- just have hot sauces that are talking crap about both sides of the political aisle. that's awesome like it's just like there's one it's like called clown show and it's like <laughs> trump juggling and then there's another one that's like called like uh, it was like <laughs> hot garbage or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's Biden, That's awesome. you know, and they're just, they're just hot sauces that just have the most derogatory mean like labels. And I will say, Steve, I did get triggered because I saw three for Biden and only one for Trump. And See? I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, they just put whoa. the one on there. And then I saw the other ones for Trump and I was like, that's right, funny though. Right, but <laughs> but I got to be honest, this hot sauce looked good. Like regardless of where you yeah, stand hey, politically, yeah, it looked yeah, like, like it was pretty yeah, good. It's hot sauce. a shot. Let's get yeah. it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so hot it'll make you fall down. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what one of them said. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> oh. oh man. Gosh. Uh muscleman. The most obtainable. He's probably already packed up and waiting for the phone call. We should do this one day. Like, just write a story and we'll... um, What would be the... Think We could think about this during the commercial break. As we get to the top of the hour. Okay. But come up with maybe five to seven categories. Because that's like what people like. People, People love tier lists and everything like that. But if we were to just grade them from A to D... On things like obtainability, winning percentage, yeah, winning style, yeah, likability, and then I don't. I, I'm just. I'm just That's saying not, these no, things. No, I love this. And like, what are what are the main categories that you need to focus on? And then we can go through this list of candidates and be like, well, they're an A there. They have a really low buyout, but they don't get along with the media. They're a D there. You know, something along yeah. those lines. They're, they're winning. Their style. What's is, their grade though? <laughs> yeah, right. No. But then, but then you, you just yeah, right, right, right. So they were a D. Right. No, that was yeah. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was yeah, good. Yeah, that was yeah good. but what's their grade? Yeah, <laughs> it was, that went almost over my head, and yeah, we caught it at the last second. That's so. Said you couldn't actually want Biden, do you? To what? Dexter's asking. You couldn't actually want Biden, do you? <laughs> uh, I'll just say the hot sauce looked tasty. <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> a douche and a turd sandwich. <laughs> douche and a turd sandwich. South <laughs> Park had it right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. I, well, first though, you would have to come up with the categories, right? 
And maybe we do that. And but the what are people? Line, yeah. yeah. Text can... line. Because I, I like that. Obtainability. Yeah. And I, see, I don't know if obtainability is just strictly buyout or if that's also, I mean, because, because like this, uh, you look at a guy like Shaka Smart. Uh-huh. I mean, he's in, you know, he's kind of returning home. Yeah. And like those are his old stomping grounds. So all of a sudden, he's obtain- been to the big dance. Does he want to? I mean, you're in a. I mean, basketball has a power six, right? You know, I mean, so like probably about to be back to a power five, right? Yeah, back twelve. But I mean, the Big East is 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 a power conference. Like nobody thinks the Big East is a power conference. So, I mean, he's winning at a very high level there. I mean, unless he just doesn't want to be in. Marquette or yeah, Wisconsin, like yeah, you know. I mean, you know, but yeah, I don't. Have you had the cheese curds up there, son? I would like to go up there and get some cheese curds. All right, here's another thing, right? Like as we just as I completely derail the show. Yeah, let's I've do got it. a theory. I've got a theory. Yeah, that if you ever buy a calendar for Hooters or like a swimsuit model calendar, yeah. and we've all, you know, okay, calm down my side. I'm not trying to objectify women. I'm just saying, if you've ever had one of those calendars, Playmate calendar, something, there's somebody from Arizona on Okay. There. Makes sense. Todd. Yeah. Okay. A country or a state, a country, a state that is like pretty well represented, Wisconsin. Yeah. There are some good looking women in Wisconsin. Right. I'm just saying. Like, I would agree there's with something that. there's something about that in Minnesota, but more more Wisconsin. Specifically Milwaukee. There are some good looking women from Milwaukee. Yeah. Candace Michelle was from Milwaukee, fun fact. Hey. She's beautiful. Yeah, it just popped into my head. But I'm just saying. Anyway, going back to it. Obtainability. Well, Marcus is here now. Winning percentage. So, I don't know. Well, maybe we get his thoughts on it. Or actually he can break down the game. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever he's thinking. And we but. don't know what he's going to want to do. We'll let him do what he wants to do. All right, that's fair enough. You want to get out of here? Take a top of the hour break? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's go ahead. We'll stay on schedule. Let's do it. We'll take a break. It's, uh, it was fun, though. It was a fun first hour. It was a fun first hour. It was a very fun first hour. I wonder if he wants to know who we fired. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even hear Marcus sneak behind me. That was good. Yeah, he doesn't know we've already hired a coach. We've we've hired, we fired. Yeah, we've we've done a lot of busy first hour, Marcus. We've done a lot of great stuff. So, all right, we'll be back. Let's do it. The Disney Marks Baby Night through Nineville.